Good morning. Today is Monday, January 27th, 2020. It's going to be a little bit of a whirlwind tour this morning, folks, so thank you for bearing with me. Our readings for this morning are Psalms 41 and 52, Genesis 14, 1 through 20, or 1 through, yeah, 1 through 24, and Hebrews 8, 1 through 13. I will give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name shall be great among the nations. And in every place, incense shall be offered to my name in a pure offering, for my name shall be great among the nations, says the God of hosts. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. God has shown forth her glory. Come, let us adore her. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before her presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to her with psalms. For she is a great God and a great queen above all gods. In her hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are hers also. The sea is hers, for she made it, and her hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker. For she is our God, and we are the people of her pasture and the sheep of her hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to her voice. God has shown forth her glory. Come, let us adore her. Psalm 41, happy are those who consider the poor. God delivers them in the day of trouble. God protects them and keeps them alive. They are called happy in the land. They, you do not give them up to the will of their enemies. God sustains them on their sickbed. In their illness, you heal all their infirmities. As for me, I said, God, be gracious to me. Heal me, for I have sinned against you. My enemies wonder in malice when I will die, and my name perish. And when they come to see me, they utter empty words, while their hearts gather mischief. When they go out, they tell it abroad. All who hate me whisper together about me. 
They imagine the worst for me. They think that a deadly thing has fastened on me, that I will not rise again from where I lie. Even my bosom friend in whom I trusted, who ate of my bread, has lifted the heel against me. But you, O God, be gracious to me, and raise me up that I may repay them. By this I know that you are pleased with me, because my enemy has not triumphed over me. But you have upheld me because of my integrity, and set me in your presence forever. Blessed be God, the God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen. Psalm 52. Why do you boast, O mighty one, of mischief done against the godly? All day long you are plotting destruction. Your tongue is like a sharp razor, you worker of treachery. You love evil more than good, and lying more than speaking the truth. You love all words that devour, O deceitful tongue. But God will break you down forever. God will snatch and tear you from your tent. God will uproot you from the land of the living. The righteous will see and fear, and will laugh at the evildoer, saying, See the one who would not take refuge in God, but trusted in abundant riches, and sought refuge in wealth. But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the steadfast love of God forever and ever. I will thank you forever because of what you have done. In the presence of the faithful, I will proclaim your name, for it is good. And actually, um, the first seven verses of Genesis chapter 14 are optional here. So since we're a little pressed for time, we're going to go Genesis chapter 14, verses 8 through 24. Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Admah, the king of Zebuim, and the king of Bela, that is Zoar, went out, and they joined in battle in the valley of Siddim, with king Shedolomer of Elam, king Tidal of Goyim, king Almraphel of Shinar, and king Arioch of Elisar, four kings against five. Now the valley of Siddim was full of bitumen pits, and as the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some fled into them, and the rest fled to the hill country. So the enemy took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their provisions and went their way. They also took Lot, the son of Abram's brother, who lived in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. Then one who had escaped came and told Adam the Hebrew, told Abram the Hebrew, who was living by the oaks of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Eshcol and Anner. These were allies of Abram. When Abram heard that his nephew had been taken captive, he led forth his trained men, born in his house, 318 of them, and went in pursuit as far as Dan. He divided his forces against them by night, he and his servants, and routed them and pursued them to, Hor to Hobah, north of Damascus. Then he brought back all the goods, and also brought back his nephew Lot with his goods, and the women and the people. After his return from the defeat of Shador Lamer and the kings who were with him, the king of Sodom went out to meet him in the valley of Sheba, that is the king's valley. And King Melchizedek of Salem brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High. He blessed him and said, and said, Blessed be Abram by God Most High, maker of heaven and earth. And blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hand. And Abram gave him one-tenth of everything. 
Then the king of Sodom said to Abram, Give me the persons, but take the goods for yourself. But Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have sworn to God, God most high, maker of heaven and earth, that I would not take a thread or a sandal thong or anything that is yours, so that you might not say, I have made Abram rich. I will take nothing but what the young men have eaten, and the share of the men who went with me, Aner, Eskol, and Mamre. Let them take their share. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 10, the second song of Isaiah. Seek God while she wills to be found. Call upon her when she draws near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the evil ones their thoughts. Let them turn to God and she will have compassion and to our God for she will richly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor your ways my ways, says God. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as rain and snow fall from the heavens and return not again, but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed and prosper in that for which I sent it. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 through 13. Now the main point in what we are saying is this. We have such a high priest, one who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister in the sanctuary and the true tent that God, and not any mortal, has set up. For every high priest is appointed to offer gifts and sacrifices. Hence it is necessary for this priest also to have something to offer. Now if he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all, since there are priests who offer gifts according to the law. They offer worship in a sanctuary that is a sketch and shadow of the heavenly one. For Moses, when he was about to erect the tent, was warned, See that you make everything according to the pattern that was, so, that was shown you on the mountain. But Jesus has now obtained a more excellent ministry, And to that degree, he is the mediator of a better covenant, which has been enacted through better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no need to look for a second one. God finds fault with them when he says, The days are surely coming, says God, when I will establish a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their ancestors, on the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. For they did not continue in my covenant, and so I had no concern for them, says God. This is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says God. I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach one another or say to each other, No God, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will be merciful toward their iniquities, and I will remember their sins no more. In speaking of a new covenant, he has made the first one obsolete, and what is obsolete and growing old will soon disappear. 
Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. I believe in God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, their only Son, our God, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, who suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried, who descended to the dead, who on the third day rose again, who ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God in heaven, who will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our God in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your queendom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the queendom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Save your people, God, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. God, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, God, have mercy. God, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. And you, God, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Give us grace, O God, to answer readily the call of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and proclaim to all people the good news of Christ's salvation, that we in the whole world may perceive the glory of Christ's marvelous works, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church, that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you. Through our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm going to have to save specific commentary or in-depth commentary is probably the better way of saying that on today's readings for this evening. I'll be back this evening um, with the gospel and perhaps finally the rest of the readings for the conversion of St. Paul, and we'll talk about them tonight. Thank you for your grace. I'm struggling with self-compassion because I feel I also short in so many ways and and one of them is in my consistency with this podcast it's incredibly important to me and I know it's important to some of you too or at least somewhat helpful and um, and yet I still struggle with 
with setting aside the time. So I guess my small prayer for myself is that is that God would help me with designating time for this important community, I guess is the way to put it. But um, my prayer for all of us today is that we may witness and take to heart the further revelation of God that we may abide in the peace of Christ that surpasses all understanding and that God may grant us wisdom and vision to see God's work around us, to see the spiritual reality and discernment to move forth into God's will, to move forth in God's will. I pray God's protection over us. That God makes a safe space for this revelation to occur and protects us from all the onslaughts of the evil one while we work in this time of discovery, this season of epiphany. In and by the holy name of Jesus Christ, I pray for this healing, transformation, and revelation. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in Christ's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear for our creator has made us holy has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.